after his outrageous heroics against Newcastle United. There's lots of people suggesting that Allison uh, of Liverpool Football Club is the GOAT goalkeeper, the greatest of all time in Premier League history. But is he? We thought, Gaskin and I thought, we would do the top five all-time Premier League keepers. We settled the debate on the top five right-backs uh, a few weeks ago. We're now back uh, better and bigger than ever, and we are doing top five goalkeepers all-time Premier League history. We've got to take into account longevity. We've got to take into account how, how good they were at their peak. We've got to take into account how good they were in their prime. Everything will and must be considered. Uh, Gasky, uh, we like these ones, don't we? We like these sort of podcasts. Yeah, I enjoy this because it doesn't... I, I think it's very difficult to have a lot of drama unless you get, you know, the odd biased person who's like, I want to include a player from my team mm. just for fun. And also... But, sorry, go on. But in all seriousness, I think most people... It's, I, f- I find this much more difficult than the right-backs. Mm. There's a lot more chopping and changing, but... I think I'm, I'm happy with my top five. I was just going to say, it's also good that we do these top fives because it takes you away from having to talk about the football that your club... Um, oh yeah, I can, I can. I don't have to worry about watching it and not knowing. It's like, you know, you, you, it's, you know, it's like uh, lottery. It's like you don't know what's going to show up. You know, it could be anything. Yeah, for sure. So what we've done is, as always with these, we've consulted the Patreon supporters we've amalgamated their top fives we are going to be discussing the the patreon community top five um and we're going to compare it to ours i've not seen gasky's gasky's not seen mine although i believe that we have basically the same players maybe not necessarily in the same order but let's start from number five as i say this is the patreon community top five all-time premier league keepers and in number five, it's a player, Gasky. I can't lie. He's not in my top five. It's, Man- it's a Manchester United goalkeeper. And it's David De Gea, one of the more modern entries. Yeah. Um, now, first of all, Gasky, do you have him in yours? I don't have him in my top five. Interesting. I don't have him in mine. I- I'm quite surprised he was in here because um, I- yeah. e- even though... I mean, I mean, sort of, sort of in football, you, you sort of like remembered as how good your last season was and it's not been a good end to his Man United yeah. career for De Gea. But he is in the, you know, I, I would definitely put him in top 10 and he's definitely deserving of a place in, in that, so in and around this area because even though, it, you know, yeah. he, he had a couple of shaky seasons towards the end of his career, but let's not take it away for that. He was a very good keeper for, for at one stage. Oh yeah, definitely. He, he was, he was like six, seven for me. Um, I think consistency is what dropped him out of the top five. You know, I think the top five are consistent performers mm. and that's where, that's what gets them that extra edge. But De Gea at his peak was like, I think you could tell rival teams just couldn't stand it. You just, he would save United on count. I mean, three player of the year awards at United in a row is ridiculous, especially for the club at United, but for a goalkeeper to get that anywhere is insane. You know, lack, lacked on the actual moderate, I think he struggled, I think he came through an era of where reflex like reflex style goalkeepers were becoming a thing, but then he fell behind where he became the, the goalkeeper becomes an eleventh outfield player. Yes, and he fell behind in that era. But in that gap, he was unbeatable. He was one of the best in the world easily. But he just doesn't reach that top five level in Premier history. Six or seventh. I'm mm-hmm. for me, but I don't think he reaches top five personally. Yeah, I think that uh, history has not looked on him will not look on him that favorably because people will remember him for the 
uh, sort of like the errors and shot stopping. But I think the main critique people have, you you touch on it because it, we're in the modern era now. You've got to be able to use your feet. You've got to be comfortable on yeah. the ball. And De Gea was he was never that sort of player. Which 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 to me was really strange because when he first joined, that was what he was good at. Mm. But his shot stopping was which his liability at, and it's as if it's just reversed. You know, he can't play with the ball at his feet, but he can save. Yeah. But then when the saving started drying up, that's when you knew it's time for him to go on. And the fact he hasn't got another club now shows that potentially he's, he's, players, he's not good enough for anywhere. Yeah. I just, I wonder what would have happened if, you know, in that fabled, you know, when he was like in his absolute fax pomp. machine. Exactly. The infamous fax <laughs> If the fax machine worked, he would, would he potentially have gone down as one of the greatest cookers ever? Yeah, because I, I, don't, I don't think Courtois is that good with his feet, to be fair. He's not. I don't think he's but, unbelievable. Let's, let's, be, let's be fair. Courtois just has these he's similar to De Gea in my opinion he just has these games where he's just a different level you know mm. and he doesn't do amazing things with feet yeah he's miles more accurate than De Gea but I think when you've got that midfield at Real Madrid you don't need to be good with your feet mm. he, he, you he, know, he, where, sorry go on I say where De Gea is having to face so many shots every game just with the mess United have been in the last decade mm. is I think that's where it stood out for him in the amount of saves he makes yeah, and I was just going to say, you know, he definitely have, you know, uh, at least a, ch- a Champions League or two at Real Madrid. Yeah. Um, I know Courtois was good for Real Madrid, but I'm, I don't think he was like the difference maker in some of those campaigns. So I think he would have no. got at least one for sure. And maybe history would have looked at him more favourably, but as it was, it didn't happen. And and he struggled and uh, United ultimately struggled in that period as well. But you guys popped him in at number five. Uh, in the number four spot, I think this player is... Not in the right position, me personally. I think he should probably be maybe one. I've got him one space higher. I've got this player in third. Edwin, another United uh, goalkeeper, Edwin van der Sar. Gasky. Yes, I have him in third as well. Okay, so interesting. So we've both got the same third yeah. place keeper. And I think lots of people will, especially sort of like the younger generation, will, will think of van der Sar obviously as a United keeper, which is fair enough. But he was also a very, very good keeper at Fulham as well. It wasn't just his... He came to United, across, a very old keeper. It was every team. At Ajax, he was a fantastic. And then he joined... I can't remember if he joined anywhere in the gap, but then he went out to Fulham as like in his 30s. And he was great. And United needed another goalkeeper after, um, after Tim Howard, wasn't it? Um, and then he was available. Came came quite old. But he was... I feel like he was the last of the traditional goalkeeper style like you know six foot seven and could just he just stretch the length of the goal mm. but he was he was just good at everything he was he wasn't amazing at anything but he was just great at everything and he covered every every aspect of his game Shati my favourite van der Sar save it's the 2011 Champions League final I think was that, was that his last season actually um, uh, De Gea was 12-13 I think. Oh, it was 11 12. The it was 11 12. That may have been. Yeah, it would have been his last, yeah, it would have been his last season. I mean, that, that would have been his last game then, the Champions League yeah, final. The Champions League final I think it was, was, think it was a messy shot and it was destined for the top corner and he somehow, like, you know, stretched to it and, and, and like a cat. Yeah. Uh, and you, you could tell, couldn't you? Because he, he, he was that tall. He, the amount of saves he's made that was like fingertips around the post it was mm. ridiculous. I think that, obviously, very good at Ajax and Fulham, as we've said, but I think if he went to United, sort of like 10 years. Prior, let's say if, if he had a, di- a, a dynasty, a legacy at United, I think he probably would be in top two conversations, maybe. Potentially top, potentially top. If mm. he had an extra if he had an extra decade to play there, he'd be top. Yeah. But, easily. Yeah. So you guys have got him uh, in number four. We've got him in 
number uh, number three. Before we move on to the community number three, though, Gasky, there, there's at least I think there's one player that you and I have selected, but um, I think you selected him anyway. But he's not made the top five, and that might be more of a uh, an age thing. Uh, England's number one for a, a long period of time. I've yeah. got David Seaman in my top five. I, I do. I haven't. I haven't been fourth on mine. I've got him in fourth. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. David Seaman was a fantastic goalkeeper. I mean, I think. I think. A lot, I think a lot of people remember him for getting chips by. I was going to say that that because so, it became a bit of a meme, didn't he? He did, but he was fantastic. He was. Mm. He was a brilliant goalkeeper in his day. You know, Arsenal won titles with him, and yeah. they had an amazing team. And he and it started. At the back, yeah, in the goalkeeper, he, he was brilliant. It was hard. To, he was him and Van der Sar were very similar in terms of you don't remember many mistakes from them. Yeah, you know, it, it, they were just it's just pure consistency. I think maybe the th- another thing maybe going against David Seaman, apart from the age thing, is that if you th- if you say Dave, if you had to say like you know list two iconic moments involving David Seaman, sadly, I think you'd think of goals he conceded. You, you'd, yeah. th- you'd think of the Ronaldinho one. And I think you'd think of the Rooney debut goal for Everton, where he like uh, it was outside the box, and and he like did him. Um, it was quite simple. <laughs> was, was like sort of two thousand. Really? Was that two thousand three, yeah. two thousand? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, so, but but so it's a shame because like there was like one amazing save he did against like Gaza at Wembley, I think. Uh, and he, he mentioned before like, an iconic Arsenal keeper, oh, Man City legend. Uh, what he came to us when he was washed. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he he was uh, you know England's number one from like nineteen ninety something up until like two thousand and two for a long time, ages. Yeah, so uh, in my opinion, he he deserves to be on the spot, not just based on longevity, also based on the when he was good. He was he was very good. world class. Yeah, exactly. But they just, but, just seemed to the Premier League back in the days had there were so many just pure consistent goalkeepers like Mark Schwartz who was there for a long time Brad Frieda was there for a long time Tim and Howard they were just, Shea Given they were there for a long time they were just consistent mm. you know they didn't there was nothing special about them they just did their did their job pretty much coming in at number three for the uh, for the Patreon top five is I think is a disgrace I think this is a disgrace as well this the top, for, for me, the top two was a debate. And the, exactly. I'm sorry, sorry, Patreon subscribers, you're a joke for this. This is disgusting behavior. Uh, I, I'm hoping it's just an age thing. And maybe it is, to be fair, yeah. because, you know, it, 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 you know, he, he, I think he, le- he left United in 99, didn't he? It's Peter Schmeichel, um, who is in number three. Now, I always swap, chop and change between my first one and two. For me, they're basically yes. on a par. For the purposes of this top, for the purposes of this top five, I've put Peter in second. But, I got him in first. <laughs> yeah, well, well, yeah, like, like if, you, if, you if, if you, they are very, very close. I think we know we know who second's going to be, but they are very close. Yeah. Well, if you asked me last month, I would have said Peter. If you asked me the day before, I would have said you know the other person who, who we're yeah. talking about because for me it is basically a, a toss of a coin. No, it doesn't yeah, really matter. Who you ask if you ask if you ask someone in their fifties, they'll say Peter, and they'll say the other person. If you ask them if they're ten years younger, and but that's that's what's good about these lists is there was two clearly to us outstanders yeah exactly so so our top fives are basically the, the same as we yeah. said we agree that one and two are, you know are basically identical but yes yeah, so peter schmeichel's in third for you guys which is, i'm not very happy it's with scandalous um he scandalous. he uh came to, i think he came to united in the first division days like before the actual premier league i think yeah it was before yeah of 91 i think yeah yeah but bought him for like a, for like no money at all of was there for like you and, know 10 years 
Obviously, won the treble. Animal, absolute animal. Terrifying. I mean, Gary Neville keeps saying how he was scared of him. Exactly. You mean that's what you should have. It should be that fear of being scared that making a mistake, the goalkeeper is going to come in and clout you. Mm. And that's that's the the first thing a goalkeeper should have. And two, he wasn't just you know he's massive keeper and he'd make them great saves. And he was his reflexes were insane for the size of him. Yeah. Like the, the iconic save he made with his um that when he pulled the goal from behind him. Oh yeah, yeah. From that header mm. and just things like that was just how how does someone that big have their reflexes? He was he was absolutely incredible. Yeah, and if, and if you're a centre forward, you know, like going in for a challenge with Schmeichel, you don't want you don't want to. You're you're, you're coming out bad. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think. Are, are there any keepers like him anymore? Where. He, he, he sort of strikes fear from a goal. There aren't really many. Like goalkeepers norm, normally nowadays are quite yeah, weedy. But you, get, you get in trouble for it now. Like he, I, I think Peter Schmeichel was the first goalkeeper I remember who would lead, when they come collect across, they'd lead with a knee. Mm. And you can't do that nowadays. You just get penalised for it and people moan, you're going to hurt him. It's like, <laughs> you know, lead, lead with your knee and, man, you know, it's your box. They come, they come basically they're trespassing. Mm. Get them out. But yeah, they, they, yeah, he were, you know, one numerous you know, he was part of that early Man United team who like who like dominated the league to to a, a point where not even City have managed to match that yet obviously won the treble even won the Euros with Denmark um yeah. uh, as well you know using sort of like you know the the back pass rule or lack thereof but still winning the the, the Euros very impressive there um and 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 yeah I, I don't think there really is a in the modern era I don't think there is a keeper like him and I guess what people might say is Oh, which I guess is unfair because I think you've got to judge keepers. I think you've got to judge players in their era. So people will say, oh, but, you know, Peter Schmeichel, he didn't play with his feet. He couldn't do that. If Peter Schmeichel was like raised and trained in the modern yeah. era, I, there's no reason why he couldn't be taught well, then, to use yeah, his but feet. Then we, we, had, we had this discussion when we did the United transfers because we chatted about Bartes. Bartes was nowadays would be one of the best goalkeepers in the Premier League mm. with the way they play. But... He was when mental. he came through, he wasn't. When he came through, it was like what, the goalkeeper. Why are you off your line? Mm. You know. But then De Gea was like that at the end of his United career. He was on his line, and that was an issue. So it shows yeah. you how it saw reverse. But Schmeichel was just good at doing the goalkeeper job of the nineties. Yeah. But then I think if he was in the game now, I think he'd be fine. I I, I agree. And as I say, he manages, he, he manages his box, so it's fine. You know. Okay, he's not great at. He's not. He wouldn't be the best at passing it or whatever, but he'd, he'd, you know, there'd be a lot of nosebleeds for them strikers. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, exactly. And, and as I say, if he's like, you know, like a 14 year old keeper, like growing up in this era, he he would learn how to use his feet. So if you plopped him in the era, assuming like the modern training, I, I think there wouldn't, he'd be absolutely, yeah. I'm not saying he'd be Edison level, but I'm not, he wouldn't be incompetent. Let's be, let's put it that way. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, so he, he's in third for you guys, but Gaskin, I put him first slash second. You know, it might as well be a joint first f- f- from my perspective. No, it might be. Yeah, I agree. Right now, th- and this is the reason why Schmeichel's in third because you guys and, and we. I started the podcast by saying, you know, uh, lots of people popping Allison in goats keeper debates. I think this is staggering that he is in second place. I've got I, him. I've I popped him I in here fifth. in fifth. I've yes. also popped him. Uh, me. Please. Sorry, I was saying, me and Jaskia, we've yeah. not collaborated on our top fives, no. by the way. But it was basically the same. Sorry, carry on with what were you were going to say about no, Alison. I was just going to say, like, I can understand why people would see it because Alison's all-round game is very, very good. Mm. And the fact that he's already in the top five list means that he could potentially make his way up to, like, third. I don't think you'll get anywhere near the top two. 
but I think he's going to be making this list because he's still young, you know, for a goalkeeper, mm. and he can still spend a lot of time at Liverpool potentially. But to put to put him ahead of Peter Schmeichel now, and even Van der Sar, I think. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It says this is what we said. You look at you look from every angle. You look at the legacy they leave. You look at how good they are in their prime. You look at how good they are in their overall game. It says him and Edison aren't far off in terms of ability. And we haven't mentioned Edison, mm. right? Ed- Edison would still be top 10. Definitely. Edison would probably be with David De Gea on, just outside. Yeah, around you know, seven-ish, yeah. Sixth, seventh, yeah. It'd be them two fighting it out. Alisson's only fifth because he's. I would say he's better than Edison and David De Gea across the board. Like mm. He's better all-round goalkeeper. Like He's a better shot stopper than Edison, but Edison's better on his feet. Yes. But he's not that much better at his feet yes. than Alisson. So that's where he gets fifth. He's nowhere near anything higher than that. No shot, yeah. No shot. Give him, if you give him another couple of years, yeah, he'll probably go up with David Seaman for me. Mm. You know, and he'll make his way up. But right now, second staggering. Yeah. It really is. Look, I, I like... We're not saying he's a bad keeper. He, I think he's probably currently the best keeper in the world. I think that's fine. No, that's... that's Yeah, that's safe to say. But but yeah, I, I, and obviously he is better than Edison, but I don't think there's that much difference between the two. I don't think it's like a, a massive chasm. I'm obviously, Allison's a better keeper, but I don't think it's a massive chasm between the two. Um, and I'd, and the reason why I just can't even begin to entertain him being near Schmeichel, someone who we're about to talk about next, Van der Sar, etc., is because as good as Allison is, he, he makes too many mistakes, which sounds like a silly thing to say because he makes so many great saves, but there's just too many like really weird clangers that he drops. Like sometimes when he's playing out, it's normally like yeah. when he's playing out from the back, but it's just, I just don't associate that with any of these yeah, other he keepers. Did, cause he, yeah, because he, he did that. It was, was it against City he did that one where he went to like, he didn't let it go out for corner or something and he just gave it away in the corner flag. He, I mean, he made, like, he made was, like two mistakes yeah, in that game. And then yeah. it was one, yeah, and it was, I think it was against Watford or something when he just kicked it at the striker and he just tapped it in. Mm. And it was just like, you know, little little errors, which you don't, I don't remember. Van der Sar probably did a couple, but nothing as outrageous as that. And Czech probably did. Oh, I should have mentioned it, but you know what I mean. Spoilers. But, <laughs> but you know, Schmeichel didn't do outrageous things like that. You know, they probably misjudged crosses and things. You know, the human. It's like a striker missing an open net or missing a tapping. But to put him that high is just amazing. Like, yeah, I think that's some... show, yeah, I think it shows age. It shows what who's been, who they've watched. But uh, and maybe even like some yeah. recency bias there. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Like he's. Like, him and him and Edison are a huge gap for every other goalkeeper in the Prem at the moment. Mm. A massive gap. But Allison isn't that far ahead of Edison at no. all. No, yeah. And if he if he does this for like another yeah, I think he's you know arguably Liverpool's best player and he is very good at let's not get that make no mistake about that. But to be in the conversations of, you know, top two, three, four all time greats. Yeah. I, I need more. I need more. I think you, yeah, and you got to look at it from this perspective. If he was to leave next season, do you still have him as second best goalkeeper ever in the Premier League? Mm. So not a chance. Not a chance. He's left enough of a legacy in the Premier League to yeah. if he was to leave next year, for example. So mm-hmm. there's no reason why he couldn't be up there. But right now, it's no, nowhere near. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and yeah. Uh, and uh, totally just to agree. say as well, um, this is the second debate we've done. We're not a Liverpool hating uh, podcast. <laughs> it just seems to be that there's been two Liverpool players in the two positions that we kind of just landed. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, well, that, that, that's, that's, a, that's, I mean, that's a bigger conversation about certain online Liverpool fans overrating Klopp's yeah. Liverpool, I think. 
I think, I think, yeah, definitely. Like they're a great team, but I mean, you'd have more if these were the best players. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. and 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 we're seeing. It, I mean, we're going off on a tangent here, but we're seeing it with Arsenal fans now who are saying. They've got exactly the like, best like, player. Well, like, you should probably have one more if you've got the best in each position, etc. Exactly. exactly. You've got great players, but yeah. Yeah, reel it in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, look, yeah, Allison could get there, but in my opinion, he's nowhere near. Uh, I mean, to be, big to, be fifth, to be fifth with these guys is brilliant. Definitely. To be there, yeah. To be in the top five. Ooh. And you've got and you've got time on, on your hand mm. in Allison's hands. So yeah. yeah. Now, obviously, number one is check before we before we chat about check half of the patreon people had allison as their number one uh the only reason check technically got first in your rankings is because more people put check in their top five than allison so check, check won it because he was mentioned more yeah so yeah so like right. um a couple of people didn't have allison in the top five whereas everyone had check in the top five so even though they got the same average score weighted that's why Czech got in there. But the, yeah, but the, as I said, the fact that half the people put Allison as number one is... I personally don't see it. Um, that that's that to me is definitely recency bias. Definitely. But anyway, let's let's move on to yeah. uh, number one, who, again, uh, th- this is my number one on this day, but ask me tomorrow and Czech might be my number two, Peter Michael, my number one. That's how close they are. But I think we can agree, Gasky, that having Czech as number one is a fine... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Petacek was again. He was he was the more modern Peter Schmeichel. He was he didn't he, well, he didn't have the he didn't have the aggression, but he was faultless. He was faultless at his peak at Chelsea. You mm. couldn't. He was. Oh, he'll be known for his helmet, but yeah. unknown for his uh, just because consistency. He didn't do anything special. You can see he did fifteen in one season. Yeah, that obviously, was so he could close the defense as well, but he just you know. He, he just did what he had to do and he was I honestly I might be wrong someone will probably prove me wrong but I can't think of an error he made a blunder not not, not one that's really? high profile that's not, a child, sure. not a child I think uh, uh, Arsenal was a bit iffy but then he yeah. sort of well, but stuff his career wasn't it yeah. well yeah exactly so but yeah he was he was fantastic he was brilliant yeah I mean and even like you, you've, you mentioned the helmet that I think that you could even say that you know pre-helmet check, check was even better and sort of like helmet yeah. check but but for someone to go through such like being a goalkeeper is a risky business like your foot's coming flying at you fighting at you all the time but to come back from that type of injury and be people vote you as the best ever in the league mm. is incredible yeah I mean yeah I mean we've seen like some players with similar injuries you know like be, be a not the same player at all or have to like can it in or you know go, go yeah. down a level but he basically maintained it and you know, which is just like most people, I think, would regard him as like maybe top three keepers ever in terms of like, you know, modern, yeah. like, you know, people who have like, you know, him, Buffon, eight, eight, plus, yeah. Not Neuer, Casillas, definitely probably like, you know, top maybe like three or third or fourth ever. Exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. Like they're all, all different styles of keeper, but you'd have him in the conversation. Mm. Definitely. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you mentioned that the 15 goals can see the start, uh, obviously a stalwart at Chelsea. Um, uh, won uh, the penalty shootout for the Champions League final in 2012. Uh, did he save Ronaldo's penalty or did Ronaldo hit the post in 2008? He missed the, did he miss the target? Or did he just miss I it? Missed his I, I, was, I was thinking if Czech saved any penalties in that I final. Don't rem- I don't remember him. No, because that was the only one that I missed. Was that the one? I don't think it was a save. Was I it, think he missed the target. Did he like stutter and hit and miss the target? Maybe yeah. he stutter and missed the whole target, yeah. Yeah, okay. I guess. Yeah, but yeah, so... Um, 
yeah, check. Uh, and again, look, uh, d- d- you know, was he able to play with his feet? No, but he wasn't being asked to do that. It's similar to the Peter one. You've got to rank them in well, their it, era. And it's the, it's the era, isn't it? Like, like, let's be fair, who, apart from obviously when we had the conversation about Barthez, who was, who was the keeper that plays with his feet before Edison, really? I think Edison was like the first one. Neuer. Really? Yeah, but no, but Neuer, Neuer didn't even play in his box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he forgot about Neuer. To be fair, I remember, I remember Neuer play, when United played against Schalke and I was like, he sold himself to United there, uh, Neuer, but obviously Fergus mm. out here instead. But yeah. Yeah. But there we go, guys. That is the top five. So, so ju- just to recap, your guys are top five. David De Gea in fourth. Van, sorry, David De Gea in fifth. Van der Sar in fourth. Peter Schmeichel in third. Allison in second. And Czech in first. Uh, overall, you know, I don't think it was as bad as the right back's top five, to be fair. I think yeah. there was more uniformity there. I think the, the actual five is fair, but the order's a mess. And yeah. uh, these Patreon subscribers need to book their ideas up because when we do the next position... Yeah, you better sort, better sort it out. Sort yourselves out. <laughs> sort it out. Just, just you know, s- s- some players who didn't quite make it, but people still sh- threw in. Casper uh, Schmeichel got 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 a shout. Uh, Gomez of Spurs and Watford fame. Uh, Shay Given, I think he's he, top ten maybe for Shay Given. Yeah. Um, Courtois got quite a few. Uh, he, you know, so, so one person popped oh, in fifth. One person popped in fourth. He didn't play enough for Chelsea, and even when he, he, won, did, he, won, he won, okay, he won a league title, but. He's that was one. It was. It's, it's like having Casper Schmeichel there. It's like you have the same impact. So you haven't been there long. But I, I, I would say Casper Schmeichel had a bigger impact in the Premier League than Courtois. Maybe, but so. if it was like the overall player, mate, you'd have Courtois in here. But we're oh, not. Oh, we're not yeah, considering Real Madrid Courtois. It's all about the Chelsea so about, one. Yeah, and yeah. He, he didn't. He didn't do enough in that four-year period for me to make this top five. Uh, but guys, we really hope you have enjoyed listening to this top five podcast. If you want to. Uh, get involved in the top five and have us shout out and critique your uh, list. So for us to debate your uh, local players. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, oh my God. When we do center backs, if the, if there's a certain oh, individual, no, no, I'm gonna no, pop no. Off. I, we know, we know what's right. We know what's going to happen. We know what is going to happen. Oh so. my God. <laughs> If you if you want to annoy us and put Virgil Van Dijk in your top five all time prem centre halves, then uh, you can sign up to the Patreon. Uh, you can you can uh, uh, the, the lowest tier to even get get involved in the podcast stuff is the uh, I think it's called Knobcast Ultra, which is uh, three pounds a month, including VAT. Uh, the link will be in the description and the show notes of uh, this podcast. Um, so yes, if, if you would like to support the channel and you get, you get to support and you get those lovely perks as well. So if you want to do that, more than welcome to, uh, Gasky, have you been Gasky? I have indeed. Have I been Nobbins? I'm pretty sure you have. Shall they listen to us next time? They should listen to us every time. That's the right answer. We'll see you guys later. Goodbye.